Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another podcast. My name is Kaylin, and this is Girl Talk, but make it spicy. Welcome or welcome back to the Girl Talk pod. If this is your first time listening, thank you for listening. This podcast is called Girl Talk, but make it spicy because I'm just talking to you how I would talk to a regular girlfriend or like a group chat with your friends, maybe not as messy. (laughs) I do talk about relationships, mental health, physical health, and then the spicy is added on because it can get a little juicy, can get a little feisty, but always in good fun and always done with class. Today's episode is going to be a deep talk on how to get over the lazy girl era slash the lazy girl slump. In one of my previous episodes, I did speak about me being in this lazy girl slump, but today I'll just be going just a little deeper on what I was going through and how it affected me mentally and also physically and how I got out of it. And before we start, I just want to tell y'all about my birthday. So it's currently November 9th and my birthday was about two weeks ago. Two days before Halloween, 1029, I turned 29 and yeah, it was just fun. I did everything that I wanted to do. I traveled for my birthday. I went to Atlanta, which was really cool. It was really nice. Had a really, really good time. I did a bunch of things like museums and tried different restaurants out. I went to uh, T.I., you know, T.I. the rapper, you know, T.I., ti's um restaurant i went to frost bistro which if you watch love and hip-hop atlanta it's rashida and her husband kirk's restaurant i went there but i had a really good time and then before my birthday I actually had a birthday party which was ghost face it, it was a ghost face theme so you know ghost face from the movie scream and my mother killed it with the decorations. It was really nice. We had a good time. No, There was no drama. We laughed. We danced. We talked. It was a really good time. We had fun. And yeah, I just had a really good 29th birthday. And I'm definitely looking forward to this year. And, you know, my last year in my 20s, I have to live it up. And I just feel like every day I'm maturing in a way where you know two years ago or even a year ago I wouldn't have handled certain situations the way that I'm handling them now and like I said I just feel like at this point in my life I just want to be a mom I want to be I just feel like I want to be a mom I want to be a partner I want to be a daughter I want to be like the best version of myself to everyone the best friend you know that I can be and even the best person to myself So first of all, I do want to start off with some recommendations before I start my episode. My first recommendation is going going to be Depp versus Heard on Netflix. It is the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial that took place in real life. They do talk about abuse, but mostly physical. That's just a trigger warning to anyone. If, If you watch anything that has to do with abuse in any way and it triggers you, please don't watch that because they go into literally... Literally, like, so much detail about the things that took place. And I watched this episode, and my my mouth was on the floor because i never seen it before. I know that it was on TV and everything, but this was my first time seeing it. And this was just, it was just shocking to me at the amount of allegations of abuse and the things that took place. It was just crazy. I definitely recommend it. Okay, and then, of course, because I'm biased toward this specific show... 
Love is Blind season five is out right now on Netflix. Go watch it. It has just the right amount of drama, the right amount of like the love stories and like the twists and turns. I really recommend it. Definitely go watch Love is Blind. I do want to recommend, lastly, this movie that I've seen. It's called The Reading and it's starring Monique. Hey, Professor Ogilvy, that Monique, Miss Parker, <laughs> Nikki Parker. But yeah, it's starring Monique and it is crazy. It just, it's all right. So it's about a woman who lost her children and husband to a home invasion and she's desperate and lonely so she seeks out a psychic medium to help her connect with them and to help read her. And that's all I'm going to say. It's considered a thriller, so pay attention to the little details. And it's just, it's shocking. That's all I'm going to say. But when you do go watch it, please hit me up so I can know how you liked it. Because it's, def it's definitely one of those, those uh, movies that will have you hooked and have you like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? So it's really good. Go watch it. So that, that is the end of my recommendations for now. Um, and I'm just going to start off with today's episode by defining what a lazy girl era is. It can be defined as so many things, so many different symptoms. So starting off with examples like feeling burnt out, unmotivated, things like not wanting to get up to go to work anymore, calling out of work too many days, just not caring about your job anymore. It can be overeating or eating the wrong things or not eating enough, not getting up to work out or even getting up to, to eat, not making yourself food, not drinking water, not staying hydrated, just being what people would consider lazy but connected to something much deeper, which is your mental state. There can be symptoms of depression in there too because it's just not normal to be in a space where you feel like you're sinking, like you truly have no purpose. It's the sunken feeling, feeling stuck. You don't want to do much. You don't want to clean your house, you know? And it's not like even being, it's not about being dirty or anything like that, or like leaving the dishes piled up, or it's not about that. It's just like not cleaning your room and everything is not even, not, not organizing, not, you know, keeping things cluttered and just not having the motivation to, to organize or to clean. It can also be, you know, you, you're being too hard on yourself. You're not believing in yourself, giving up on your personal goals and dreams because you feel like you're not good enough or you don't have what it takes, feeling like you have no purpose, which is a lie. Let me tell you now, feeling like you have no purpose is a complete lie because we all have a purpose. We're all meant to be something in this life. And every single person is meant to be in this time in this life in this world for a reason your life is never meaningless you just have to find your purpose it can also stem from your lack of self-confidence breaking your own promises to yourself as well promising that you'll wake up earlier to get things done promising that you'll start eating healthier and working on your fitness these are just examples so first things first everyone knows that i am a christian i believe in god and my relationship with god is very strong and it always comes first so my first recommendation is, of course, putting God first. We have power and authority to break down strongholds with our prayer. Pray against procrastination. Pray against laziness and pray to remove barriers and negativity from your life and your mind. Even if you're not in a lazy girl phase or where you feel like, you know, you're you're stuck or you don't have a purpose. Pray, praying is still very powerful, you know. If you are not communicating with God, meaning you're not praying, meaning you're not thanking him for life every day, 
then you're also communicating in a way that you don't want a relationship with God. So I don't know. I just, you know, like I said, put God first. Um, I also would say you have to overcome fear and anxiety, right? You have to push yourself. You have to pray it off of you. You have to pray it away. Prayer is powerful. And so are negative thoughts and negative words that, that people say about you or say, you know, like people wish bad upon you. For example, I'm just saying, for example, if someone wishes bad upon you, right, that has a lot of power. Hate has a lot of power as well, um, but not as much power as prayer does. So we always have to stay protected. We have to protect ourselves every day, not only physically, but, you know, uh, spiritually and emotionally. God, ask God to guard your heart and guard your mind. And, you know, just ask God for protection every single day because you never know. You might have like a secret hater that's like wishing bad upon you. And we all know. We don't want any of that. No, thank you. We are not meant to be stuck. We're not meant to be unhappy. So pray for joy, pray for peace and contentment. Moving along, the energy that you keep around you is very important. People you've dated, even the people you've slept with. Remember that energy transfer is real, especially when you are sharing your body with someone. Just know that there is energy that's being transferred back and forth and you can possibly take on somebody else's anxiety and depression and sadness and and even addiction. Like I said, be careful of the energy you keep around you and also even beyond sleep, you know, sleeping, being physical with someone. It can be one of your family members. It could be one your best friend. It could be somebody that you're with every single day that's just like a like sucking your energy and just so negative all the time always complaining never look you know never just always has a like a they always have a black cloud over their heads like we don't want any of that and it's always so important to just you know be around people that lift you up and that are like light to you and that make you feel good when you leave them not the opposite so I do recommend fasting from the things and fasting can not only mean fasting from food and and even alcohol fasting from social media right so i recently just did in the month of september i recently did one month off of instagram and facebook so it's really not normal how addicting social media is how addicting it is to get the likes and to post a picture of yourself i'm not saying it's a bad thing i think social media is is good but doses of it and bits and pieces throughout the day, throughout the week. I noticed that if I'm in a funk and I'm on social media, I don't know, I just, it's not good for me. It, like, why am I on social media if I'm feeling down or if I'm going through something, you know? And in the month of September, I did lose two people that were, you know, important. They were, you know, important factors in my life. And in the month of September, so that month for me, I know is hard. Um, I'm mourning two people. It's like the anniversary of their death. They're very close to each other. Like the, 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 the dates are very close to each other. So it's a lot for me. And so I decided, you know, just to focus on my mental health and, and my spiritual health as well. And to just you know, take some time off of social media and focus that on other things that I need to focus is on more pos positive things and positive outlets. Also, I want to add that seeing other people be happy on Instagram can enhance feelings of depression because you start comparing yourself and your life to theirs. And it's really 
not good to compare your life to anybody's. Comparison is the thief of joy, especially when you're feeling down, especially when there's things happening in your life that are just not good, you know? So just comparing yourself in general is bad, especially, especially when you are not in a good place mentally. So give yourself a time limit. Things on Instagram and TikTok, like I said, can trigger you. On social media in general can trigger you especially when you're not in a good space mentally okay and my next thing is putting yourself on a schedule and keeping busy so i started making a to-do list because it started to motivate me to get things done by the by the end of the day i love seeing the check marks next to the task because it showed me that i can do these things and get them done putting yourself on a schedule can also reduce anxiety and stress because you'll be more organized with the things that have to be done and you're not all over the place and you're not forgetting about something important that you have to do it can establish healthy habits it can help you get some free time throughout your day which is always nice free time makes you more happy and even feel more energetic and you can sleep better because all the stresses from the day are gone and you can sleep better without your mind running on 100. and also another point is what is your vision for yourself? What's your purpose? Think about the thing that makes you the happiest or the things, the things that you can see yourself doing every single day and not getting tired of doing it. Something that comes natural to you, your desires. You have to have a vision for your life. You have to have a vision first and then there's direction, where you're going, how you're going to get there and then and the next steps you have to take. And if you're struggling with your purpose, then that's something you can pray about too. I also struggled with questioning my purpose as well. I have a degree in medical assisting, but today I have a different career. Still in the medical field, but just completely different. Don't let anyone tell you what you should be doing with your life and your career. Wherever you want to work, do it. That's it. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. It's not about the money. It's not about how much money you can make. It's about your happiness. And it's about what you, are you really doing something that you love, that you desire? Because I'm not trying to get up and go to work and I'm miserable because I have no passion for what I'm doing. I'm just not that type of girl. Okay. So also write down your goals. Write down four things that you desire to do that make you feel the happiest. It could be what you desire in a relationship, a friendship, your career, any goals that you have for a home. Make a vision board of all the things that you want to achieve. That's always, you know, motivation. Spend time outside also. Take yourself on a date. Go to the movies alone. Go on a mini vacation by yourself or even a staycation. A little Airbnb to yourself. Go to a spa by yourself for one day, you know, Go get a massage, go get your nails and, and hair done. Like I'm so big on that. Every couple of months when I'm craving some like me time, I definitely take advantage of that. Make sure my kids are good always. That obviously always comes first. And if they're good, then it's time to take care of me because I can't take care of my kids if I'm not taking care of myself too. Like I have to put the same effort into myself and I have to pour into my own cup and I also have to pour into my own cup because I'm always I'm like sometimes I get exhausted because I'm pouring into everybody else's cup making sure everybody's at a hundred when I'm not a hundred myself you know when I'm not at a hundred myself and I'm talking about like my energy levels um so you can get really burned out very easily and that's not good go on a picnic sit in nature nature is so so big to me I love views i love watching the sunset i love 
the beach i love the water i love every like nature itself just makes me happy it puts me in a great mood it makes me feel humble and just full of gratitude a lot of the times we crave the company and attention of other people and that is normal right but it's very important to enjoy your alone time enjoy time with just you we all can be so used to overstimulation and instant gratification that it may not feel normal to be alone and just do nothing sometimes or just be by yourself and sit in your own thoughts. So a little bit about my experience with this lazy girl fog that I was going through. I, okay, so I was in, I started a career with a company and it was a hybrid remote position. And for those that don't know what that means, I was going into the office three days a week and I was able to work from home twice a week. So um, I was working 40 hours, I was making really good money. And unfortunately, you know, that job did not work out for me. And that scared me because I really, really liked that job. And I felt like this is, I kept telling myself, this is it, like, this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to, like, I feel like I could retire here. And and then it just didn't happen that way. It didn't work out that way. And unfortunately, that really made me feel unmotivated. You know, I just, I remember the day that I was supposed to go to work because, you know, I was so used to my schedule and going to work and I wasn't working there anymore. I just laid in my bed and I slept until like 2 p.m. And I am not like that. Like, I'm I'm not like the best morning person. Let's just, I'm being very honest, like... I value my sleep so much, but I am more of a girl that I will go to sleep at 9, 10 p.m. and make sure I get my eight hours of sleep before I go to work, right? And the previous night, I did get a full eight hours of sleep, but this particular morning, and I took my kids to school, and I just laid in bed from like 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and that's really what started a very, very bad, just bad habits for me in general, like... I really, at this point, was just questioning my purpose, and I wasn't in a good spot mentally. I was craving stability and, and you know, and a stable relationship, a stable home, and I, my lease was going to be up in a couple of months, and I, you know, I don't have this job anymore that I thought I was going to have. I was relying on that income, and so, as you can imagine, a lot of things were going through my head, and I definitely started to question my purpose. I'm like, okay, if that wasn't for me and I loved it so much, then what is going on? Like, what is for me? I didn't find joy in the things that I usually find joy in. That's listening to podcasts. That's listening to motivational um, speaking and motivational videos. And and I just remember I was on Indeed.com <laughs> looking for jobs and I just didn't care anymore. I just stopped caring. I'm like... I don't know. And I honestly, for like a month, I did go through that and it just wasn't good. And how I got out of that, first of all, there's there's way more to that story, but I'm not going to get all in it because I do. <laughs> I value my, my privacy and my private life. So I'm not going to like get all the way super deep into what I was going through. But I did go through that for about a month and I just had enough. I was like, enough is enough. I remember getting up from bed one day and I was like, like telling myself, you don't even, I used to, I'm a runner. I love getting up and going for a run. I go one run three miles a couple times a week, three miles straight. I'm a runner. So 
I stopped running. I stopped, you know, caring about even that. I stopped going on my walks, you know. There's a lot, there was a lot of things that I stopped doing because I was just in a funk. I can't even explain it. I just felt like I was sinking. Like, what is going on with my life? What is my purpose? Just this dark cloud. And nobody knew that I was nobody knew that I was going through that because I didn't express it. And I was not speaking about it to anyone because I just kind of felt embarrassed too. Like I'm 28 years old and why do I feel like I don't have a purpose? I don't know. So but everything is, you know. Everything happens for a reason at a certain time in your life because of I've never been through that before. That was my first time ever going through that. And so when I went through that, I felt like it happened for a reason because it got me out of the funk that I was in. I truly just got up one day and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, what am I doing with my life? And I will say it's pretty sad because a lot of people don't have that realization that I had. A lot of people don't have that. Girl, you better get up. Let's go. A lot of people don't have that, unfortunately, due to mental health issues. So, you know, I am blessed to say that I got myself out of the funk. And obviously, you know, with God's help and I prayed about it. I'm like, God, please remove procrastination and laziness out of my body. I'm not a lazy person. Like, let me get up. I need to even if I you know, I don't have a job right now. And even if I don't know what my purpose is, whatever it is, like, I just need to get up and put one foot in front of the other. And then that was it. Like my, my life completely changed and positivity and positive things started coming to me. And also, I will say like, I did have three significant deaths, and it almost seemed like back to back. Um, Last year, October 2022, I had a loss in my family, significant loss. It was pretty hurtful. It, it definitely, I was, I was heartbroken over it. And then in the beginning of the year, I had two losses back to back, like within a month from each other, you know, like my son's grandmother passed away and then my grandfather passed away, my dad's dad. And this was all so sudden and it wasn't expected and it was... It was just very painful. And so I was going through all of that while trying to figure out my purpose. And of course, I just became very, I'm not, I don't want to diagnose myself with anything, but I was just very not myself. <laughs> like I was unmotivated. I just stopped caring. I really did. Like, And then the thing happening with my job where I didn't have my job anymore and all of that put together. But I know that just as much as there is a God there are negative energies out there that want you to fail. There are people out there that wish bad upon you and say, you know, the worst things about you and try to send you negative energy. And so I, because I'm a spiritual person and I know that, I was just like, this is not happening. God does not want this for my life. I need to get up and get it together. And like I said, that completely changed my life. And so, and with all that being said, I think that also creating a list to get things done and being organized, right? Cleaning and organizing has become so therapeutic for me. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. My place is probably the cleanest it's been because it's important for me to come home to a clean house, to be organized. It makes me feel better mentally. And like, I just have things under control, especially when everything is organized and put away. And because I'm a mom, like I definitely have to clean throughout the day. But sometimes on days like where I'm exhausted or too overwhelmed, I leave the mess of toys or laundry to do the very next day. You know, I think which is good for me because I give I just give myself a day. 
but sometimes procrastination gets in the way and that one day can turn into two or three days. So even though it's okay to let things be for a day, do not let procrastination stop you from getting it done. My next point is having things written down. I always tell everybody that I'm a writer. I, I love to journal. Journaling is a good step in the right direction. Sometimes our emotions can get so overwhelming and we don't know what to do with those thoughts. We don't know how to put it in words. It can be excessively thinking about someone or something that happened, usually an unresolved issue. Journal your feelings, write it all down. I find that writing is therapeutic for me, so that might be the same for you. Just try it out. Speaking of writing it down, making a weekly meal plan can help you stay productive and motivated. Writing down your budget plans, where your finances are going. I just recently started doing this and it's a game changer for sure. Making a weekly meal plan can take a big amount of stress off of you. And again, as a mom, this idea is one of my favorites because I get to cook meals stress-free knowing what I'm making for the week and not having to run around and figure it out. Figure it out at the last minute. My next point is, and this was really, really big for me. This was a big thing for me. Do not stay in bed for too long after waking up. It really plays tricks on you and your body and your mind. Get up when your alarm goes off. Be productive. Do not snooze the alarm, but get up off the bed as soon as the alarm hits. That is the first step. I personally, like I said, I value my sleep. I have blackout curtains and I love it. But on days where I'm trying to be productive, I know that I have to push those curtains to the side and get some of the morning sun in my room and that is the best feeling. I usually like doing my skincare routine when I first wake up. So, you know, obviously brush my teeth, wash and moisturize my face. And now I have this new regimen where I have this ice roller for my face. You put it in the freezer and then... Um, you put it on your face after your skincare routine, after moisturizing and everything, and fo you focus on under your eyes, or you can wash your face with really cold water. Not only does cold water tighten the appearance of your skin, making you look refreshed and making you, you know, have like a healthier appearance, but early in the morning, it can definitely wake you up and help you feel refreshed and ready to start your day. My morning routine usually consists of this usually not all the time because i am not perfect i have my lazy days where i sleep in i had that this morning but make it that one day and continue your weekly routine do not make your lazy girl you know your lazy days more than one day so usually i like to wake up at 6 30 a.m every day my kids wake up at 7 30 so that gives me about an hour to do whatever so i usually get up to work out i usually do a two mile run and for days that i don't run i try to do strength training or yoga or meditation i get to shower peacefully and by the time my kids wake up i'm fully dressed and getting them ready for school and we're all in the car by 8 15. it'll be a dream <laughs> if i could make that happen every single day but of course life gets in the way things happen that throw off your routine so my advice is to not be so set on getting things done this way or a certain way. And when it doesn't happen, you're disappointed and down on yourself. Just know that things happen. It's okay to sleep in. It's okay to skip a workout. It's okay for the kids to be late for school. Can you tell I've had a few mornings like that myself? Oh my gosh. So there was one morning when I woke up early, but I decided you know, to get some cleaning done, packed my daughter's school lunch. We were all in the car by 8.15 a.m. Things were running smoothly, and the plan was when I dropped them off to school, I would actually be able to go to the gym and do an hour workout, like a full workout. So I was excited about that. I dropped my son off to school nice and on time. Everything went well. 
Then just when I was about to drop my daughter off to school, she spilled her water bottle all over her bag. And she had her phone. She uses a phone to communicate with me, you know, just in case of emergencies. I do give her a phone for school. And that phone got water damaged. All of her homework, her papers, everything water damaged. And she soaked her clothes. So she cannot go to school like that. So we had to go home and but what whatever. By the time we got back, it was definitely like she was like an hour late. Um, so I say all that to say, you know, you can be nice and early and things can run smoothly, and then you have days like that where it's completely unexpected and out of your control, but still it's okay. Give yourself grace, be patient with yourself, be gracious to yourself. Be patient not only with your kids and other people, but be patient with yourself too, because no one is perfect and we all fall short. We have good days and bad days. But when you're having a bad day, that's even more of a reason to look forward to better and happier days. My next point is to be active. Take walks and try to add a workout routine to your schedule to stay motivated and to stay active. Working out releases endorphins as well as taking a walk, even something as simple as that. Yoga and Pilates are really good for people that really don't like working out like that. You have to look at it like this. Staying active is better than staying in bed on your phone all day, and it's way better for your mental health. Also, you know, I will say that this is very important as well. Getting up early, getting off the bed earlier than you would. Get up a few minutes, a few extra minutes before your alarm clock. Sometimes we chase a few extra minutes after our alarm clock goes off, but try getting up before the alarm. I noticed that when I hit the snooze button, I'm still tired. Like my body isn't fully rested. I'm trying to fall back to sleep in a matter of 10 or 20 minutes, but it does not work like that. Going to the gym will boost your confidence as well. It's not just about fitness. You feel motivated. You feel productive. You can release stress and release dopamine. Of course, everyone can tell you that it's not healthy to grab your phone first thing in the morning, which is true. Even if you glance at your phone to look at the time to see if you have any messages, that's fine. Get up and play some meditation music while you get ready also. Some people might get up and start blasting rap and R&B, and that's fine, but just try some meditation music, and it, it just helps you have a relaxed mind. And while you get ready, start talking to yourself in a good way. Do some affirmations. Today, I will be great at work. Today, I will practice patience. Today, I am kind to everyone. I feel beautiful. I feel strong. I am well-rested. Things like that will definitely change your day and help you with that brain fog that you feel early in the morning. Also, writing down the smallest things, things that make you happy, excited. Write five things that you are grateful for. You know, things like that will really put things in perspective for you. Like, you just be grateful to be up, be grateful for life. Like, I'm trying to teach my kids this now. Like, it can be something as simple as you're grateful that you're able to walk and talk on your own you're you're able to think on your own you're able you know you're grateful to have a roof over your head to have a bed to sleep in every night to be warm a lot of people are struggling struggling in the world there's so much going on in the world the wars and everything so we just have to be grateful for the the smallest things also holding yourself accountable you know if you want to make sure you get up to wash your face every morning and every night Put it on your checklist and hold yourself accountable. If you want to wake up early and go for a run, write that down. If you want to walk a mile every day or 10,000 steps, write it down. If going food shopping for dinner makes you happy, write it down on your list. I feel like writing things down helps clear my head and it helps keep my day a bit more organized. Also, 
this is big as well. Is there anything triggering you to feel this way, to feel down about yourself, to feel like you don't have purpose? Even your own home can have negative energy causing you to procrastinate and be lazy and to basically just feel like you're giving up on yourself. And also be careful of the company that you keep. Stress can also trigger this lazy girl phase. Being overly worked and overly stressed can lead you to, for example, take off of work to sleep in bed all day, to catch up on rest, to skip meals, to want to have the shades drawn all day and stay in the dark when we truly need sunlight. The sun does so much for us. Going out to take a walk can do so much for us. And now the winter is coming up so it gets dark quickly. Some people truly also just don't have people to spend the holidays with, the upcoming holidays with. You can't go out as much because, you know, of it being cold. So you can lack human contact, which we need as well. It's important to talk to people. It's important to communicate. So take a, take a trip, take a ride, take a drive, do a FaceTime call, whatever it is. But keep in contact with people and just talk about how you feel. If you're feeling down, talk about it. And lastly, just know that the feeling always comes and goes. Do not allow it to stay. Do not prolong it. Think of it as a dark cloud over your head. You wouldn't want to carry that around with you daily wherever you go. You wouldn't want it to affect everyone around you, your partner, your children, your family, your even your whoever is around you. You wouldn't want that affecting them. So you wouldn't want to carry that with you daily wherever you go. So allow it to move on and look forward to better days because... This too shall pass. So that is the end of today's episode, The Lazy Girl Era. And and I want to know if anyone that is listening has ever been through something similar or something, um, or, you know, just a regular lazy girl phase. Like, have you been through this? Let me know. Hit me up. <laughs> My social media is puregold underscore XO. Send me a message. Whenever you guys listen to my podcast, I am I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're listening. If you made it to the end, you're my friend now. You're my you're my friend now. We're friends. <laughs> so yeah, let me know how you like this podcast and if you would like me to do more like this. And you know, I'm I'm just looking forward to making more content and more episodes. I'm currently at 700 total plays. And I'm just excited and I'm grateful. And it may seem so small to other people, but to me, it's a really, really big deal because I've been wanting to do this for years. And I'm like, who's going to listen to me talk? But like I said, if you're here, if you're here at the end of this episode, then I love you. You're my friend, girl. You're my friend. <laughs> um, but again, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.